1: You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network.
2: Welcome home.
3: The following audio drama is rated PG for
4: parental guidance.
0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another gathering of the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama. Today is episode 646, And I'm your host out of the Mutual Audio Building in Halifax, Nova Scotia,
5: Jack Ward. And I'm your host from the satellite offices, apparently somewhere in Northern England. David. (laughs) Apparently so. David, hello! Yes. (laughs) It feels like ages
0: since we caught up with you. How are things in your neck of the solitary woods?
5: Yes, indeed. Social distancing seems to put us at 5,000 miles away for, for, you know, far too long.
0: It is. I mean, we're gonna have to make sure this is all taken care of before Sonic Summerstock Theatre.
5: Absolutely, yes. I mean, I, I think we're already sort of moving the seats further away from each other, but uh, I'm sure <laughs> we'll be right. a- able to make It'll be it. be all set up and fine. <laughs> but
0: have you been able to get through a lot of your audiobook recording? I know you do that.
5: Yes, yes, I've been doing doing some of that, uh, doing a variety of other things. We've had my nephew come to stay. Well, we swooped him and picked him up just before lockdown and he was here for six weeks. Hmm. So that was, it was interesting having a teenager in the house.
0: <laughs> Did it bring back <laughs> memories, good or bad? Uh... <laughs> You can certainly
5: see family resemblances, I'll say that. Oh, that's, that's amazing. So
0: he's back home, he's but back he's probably home. missing you guys. And I, th- I think he
5: probably is, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this is the problem. When you're a teen, nobody wants to be locked down anywhere, right? You always want to get <laughs> somewhere, true. one place or another.
5: And how's everything going with you?
0: Yeah, I'm great. Things are going well. It's a little rainy today, but all this week has been beautiful sunshine. For the most part, we've had a couple of hazy days earlier in the week, but just gorgeous.
5: Did you have any of the snow? That uh, affected the continent. Now,
0: we had a a little bit of snow overnight one night, and it was so fun because I look out my window, and like one morning it was snow fur covered. It was like completely covered with snow. And then as the sun would come over, My roof, this burn line came and you could see (laughs) the snow melting back, and then you would see like grass on one side of the line and snow on the other. It was amazing. I took pictures of it at one point, so I'll have to send them off because it was just so cool to see. So, what snow we did have did not last Mm, any length mm -hmm. of time, it was very short. I know that it's worse in other places, I know in Ontario, they were there was a Mm, deluge of snow mm -hmm. at one point, kind of thing, and northern parts of Nova Scotia as well. But I think I'm hoping. Summer is here for the good.
5: It certainly looks like (laughs) it here. We did have uh, one day last week where uh, I think it was last Saturday. It was lovely. It was 20 odd degrees. And then Sunday was down to eight. Mm. It's a great time to
0: be able to sit outside, have something nice to drink. I'm having a little hot chocolate (laughs) now because of the rain, but it's the perfect time to be able to share this week's feature, ah. which we have two episodes from Tales of the ether specifically, Witch of Rockwood Cove from Jackie Jorgensen. And they both begin right here
5: on the Sonic Society.
6: To think now I may be able to see my children have their own families one day. Bless you, Keena. Twas nothing. Just good medicine. Where will you go now? To the east. I took a walk a couple weeks back, and I think I saw something I can help with. Well, you're welcome back any time. I might just take you up on that. Please do. Godspeed, Keena. And to you.
2: Good
3: morning, Minister.
2: Morning, Daisy. I hope to see you in the congregation today.
3: I wish I could, but as you can see, I'm right in the middle of hanging the linens to dry.
2: Don't hesitate to interrupt service. Your work ethic is admirable, but it's important to reflect on why we're here as well.
3: Of course, Minister. I'll be there as soon as I can. If only someone had warned me what running an inn would be like before I married Peter.
2: Yes, well... You know where to find me, and you are always welcome. I'll say a prayer for your Peter. May he rest in peace. Thank you, Minister. Oh, Mrs. Grey, how are you? Fine.
1: (sighs) I'm starving.
3: Right, how about some ham and eggs with beans and bread?
1: Skip the bread. Something's off about it. Have me seen stars.
3: Certainly. I'll have that right out for you. Oh, hello. Are you looking for a room? I am. Follow me.
1: What about me breakfast?
3: It'll just be another minute, but I promise it will be worth the wait.
1: I'm telling everyone in Essex about this service.
3: Thank you, sir. I appreciate the recommendation. He'll be getting an extra slice of ham for that. Right this way, dear. Keena, was it? Yes. Well, Kina, this is where you'll be staying. We have a bathing room down the hall, but you need to tell me in advance when you want the tub filled. Oh, and of course, our privy can be accessed through the back door, downstairs in the... in the dining area. Oh, I feel like I'm forgetting something.
6: Well, I have no questions, but if I do... Yes, if there's anything
3: you need, I never stray too far. Just ask, and I'll be happy to assist you. I hope this crow isn't nesting outside your window.
6: Shoot. No, it's alright. It, it doesn't really bother me. In fact, I rather
3: like animals. Let me know if it ever becomes too much. I have a brilliant bird swatting broom downstairs that does the <laughs> trip. I will. I'll leave you to settle in.
6: Thanks. Now, let's see what Rockwood Cove has in store for me. The Fool. Of course, a new beginning, but. A new innocence, as well. Tristan, The devil. A dark authority. Huh. Suppose I'll be on my guard. Death. So, rebirth is in store after all. That is quite a hand.
1: Settle down, settle down. The lot of you. Now, as you all know, it's time to get serious about what we plan to do with these crops. They loom quite ominously over our harvest. Over the coming weeks, I expect full attendance so we may work together at these town halls to truly nip this in the bud, so to speak. Any ideas thus far? Ah, Kina, is it? Welcome.
6: Oh, thanks.
1: Kina is staying at the inn. So word has it. Why don't you stand up and tell us a little bit about yourself?
6: Uh, well, actually, I- I'm a bit of a horticulturalist and agriculturalist. Speak up. I-, I came from just east of here, and I noticed your blight while I was walking. I-, I want to help. I've treated elsewhere, and I know it can create a nasty illness if consumed. If someone would be gracious enough to provide me with a square foot of field... I would be happy to show you what I can do. And of course, I recommend avoiding all food with grain in the meantime.
1: What about beer?
6: Anything with grain.
1: Silence! I know for a fact that won't leave us bone dry. Yeah, wine. Calm down, calm down.
6: The sooner I have a volunteer, the sooner I can get to work. You can start with
4: mine, Keena. I'm Grace. I must admit, I'm a bit desperate. I own a farm not but a mile up the road, and after my John died, I'm afraid I haven't been able to keep up as well as I'd like.
6: My wheat has these sickly black… well, I will suppose you'll see. Thank you, Grace. I'll be there first thing in the morning.
3: Ah, so they didn't eat you alive after all? (laughs) No. Good.
1: Job up, Job
3: You know, people are usually pretty tentative about newcomers here. If you've won them over already, that's quite
6: an accomplishment. Well, that's always the way with small towns. People don't want to hear clever words and watch a fancy pitch. They want to see results, and they want to hear a
3: clear plan. It doesn't sound like this is your first time doing whatever it is you're
6: doing. No, it's not. I travel from town to town, offering what help I can. I've had plenty of practice. That's awfully mysterious.
3: But I don't mean to pry. I've just never seen a woman on her own quite like
6: this before. I don't mind. People tend to be so disinterested in my stories that I don't bother telling them anymore. Well, I'm interested. It's a sickness. It's been spreading in this area of late, and if consumed, the symptoms are quite startling. Visions and convulsions and the like... I'm a bit of a plant expert, you see. People know how to sow the land, but not how to cure it. We're taught how to harness nature for our needs, but not how to tame it when it fights back. Takes a gentle touch. And who taught you a thing like that? My mother and my sisters. I've been around plants and remedies my whole life. Here, let me pour you another.
3: I've never left this little town. After I inherited this inn, I haven't seemed to find time to get away. That's an awfully big responsibility on your shoulders. It is. I dream about the day I have someone who can help me run things around here. Sentiment I understand
6: very well. I bet. I'm sure it gets lonely on the road. I must admit, as I travel I also prospect for a place to settle. Well... If you ever want to settle down and run an inn with a washed up old maid,
3: you're always welcome here.
6: I'll certainly keep it in mind. Absit omen. Let omens be absent. Fortis in Arduis. Strong in difficulties. Igniferoque. With fire and iron.
2: Agatha, what is that strange light coming from across the street?
7: Oh, from the top floor. Could be a candle. But I've never seen a candle burn green before.
2: Neither have I.
7: Oh, not again.
2: Tell me you didn't have bread today.
7: No more than you.
2: Well... Stop eating it for now, dear. Come, lie down. It'll help.
7: No, let's sit here a little longer. I'm quite enjoying the breeze.
2: Okay, love. A little longer.
4: Good morning.
6: You're early? Yes, I quite enjoy sunrises, and I didn't want to wake you.
4: Please. I'm a farmer. I always wake at the crack of dawn. It's
6: rather straightforward, anyway. I'll do one lap of your field's trimming, and then it's best to bury it. The disease carries in smoke. Right. Well, let me
4: see my kids off to school, and then I'll be back to help. There's no rush? Help yourself to breakfast if you like. I don't know if you've eaten, but there's a little bit left, and I always clean up once I get back anyway.
6: You do it all by yourself? Yes.
4: I don't know how. John got sick. And I wanted to curl up and die right there with him. He was the light of my life. But I love these kids too. So, so dearly. I just take it, minute by minute, hoping the next will be better. That's all I know how to do. But if they broke a plate, they are dead to me. I'm joking, of course. I'll be back.
6: Here I draw the Triskella in the dirt, and upon it I place a shard of aventurine for prosperity, a shard of onyx for protection, and a shard of tourmaline for strengthening body and spirit. With this gentle breeze, these earthly stones, this flame, and my potion, I call upon the elements of air, water, fire, and earth— To cleanse this field and family of misfortune, (sighs) bringing with it abundance.
4: (sighs) It's looking better already.
6: I believe I should have you sorted by the week's end.
4: Good. I miss bread. Oh, Judge Peters. Hello. What brings you my way?
6: My trial ended
1: early, and I was craving a walk. So I figured I'd head this way and see how it's all coming along.
4: Very well. We've been truly blessed by Keena's arrival.
1: Good, good. Are you done for the day, then? Yes, but picking it up first thing tomorrow morning. Come. I'll walk you back to the inn. Yes.
4: Good night, Grace. See you tomorrow, Kina. Good night, Judge.
1: Good night. I... Hope you're enjoying our sleepy little town so far.
6: Yes, it's quite lovely.
1: You know, I've been here for almost 10 years. Back home, my, my kids were grown and moved out, starting their own families. And then my wife died of apoplexy. I couldn't stand the empty house anymore, and obviously a few other things about that life But now, I enjoy a quiet night in, writing to my children. This town has healed me in many ways. I hope you, in turn, can heal it.
6: I believe I can. Pardon, but you're no longer haunted by the past? That's quite a feat. Yes. When I visit a new place, it's a fresh start. I find it somewhat sad, but... Perhaps there's also hope in it.
1: That's what Rockwood Cove has been for me. Hopeful. We're a community, but we're also a family.
6: That's very sweet.
1: Perhaps we can walk again tomorrow. If you like. I would like that very much. Good night, Kina.
6: Good night, Judge Peters. There she is. I
3: heard it went well.
6: But I just got back.
3: Word spreads fast around here. For a job well done, the first round's on the house.
1: Oh cheers to that.
3: (sighs) Not you. Keena's first round is on the house because she's cleaning up this place.
6: What have you done lately? Uh, That's still yet to be seen. But seen it will be.
3: Now, tell me
6: everything. Not much to tell. You simply remove the infected area plant by plant, bury it, then treat the entire crop with a sort of preventative concoction. Why not burn it? The smoke seems to make the blight worse. I see. Whereas if you bury it, it should just become compost. Exactly. Typically pretty harmless that way.
3: Interesting.
6: Is it? You're the first person I've met who's asked me questions about it.
3: I think it's fascinating. Or maybe you're just fascinating when you talk
6: about it. I don't think so. I do.
4: Let's call it a day, Keena.
6: With the sun setting, I suppose we should. See you tomorrow, Grace. Oh, looks like I made it just in time. Hello, sir. You can call me Judge. Yes, sorry, Judge.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm joking.
6: Oh, of course, Judge.
1: No, seriously.
6: Yes, Judge.
1: <laughs> you you can call me Andrew.
6: Of course, Judge Andrew Peters.
1: No, I mean oh. <laughs> You're joking now. Yes. A <laughs> Good one, Keena. Thanks. Oh, b- before I forget, at Town Hall tonight, you'll start with presenting your findings thus
6: far. Of course. I'd be happy to provide an update. I, I fully treated a section of a field which is now ready for inspection. With Grace's permission, I'm now able to invite y'all to examine it for yourselves. The spot in question is the corner closest to the road, the, n- the northeastern corner. In case you don't know what you're looking for, the blight appears as little black beads on the plant. If you don't see it on the crop, that means it's working. I check back regularly on the crop for at least a week or two to ensure that there's nothing out of the ordinary. Please do the same. That way, if you'd like to hire my services, you could do so confidently. But that will also give me enough time to finish working with Grace. (laughs) Any questions? When are the crops ready for harvest? Great question, Daisy. The safest route is to just keep monitoring the crop, and use it as carefully as you can throughout the season. At the first sign of symptoms being convulsions, visions, or any sort of extraordinary physical reaction, one should alert the community at large so we all may take necessary precautions. Sounds
2: like the work of the devil to me.
6: Hmm.
2: Minister? I don't say this to alarm anyone, but visions, convulsions... Does that not sound like the work of the devil?
6: I'm glad you said so, Minister. In my previous experiences, divine intervention has been crucial to curing it. Or, perhaps, exercise it. <laughs> now, I don't believe there's anything to fear as of yet, but prayers are just as important as my work. This will take all of us. Hmm.
2: I suppose I will need to revise this weekend's service. On such short notice? Dire circumstances require immediate action.
1: You heard them. Your prayers are needed more than ever, yes?
2: Kena.
5: I'll inspect your work first
2: thing in the morning. If I'm satisfied, I here and now make it clear to the rest of you that Kina is hired to tend to my fields next. Oh, and then me.
1: And then me.
2: Hold on, hold on. I will
1: draft a timetable. We will respect the claims thus far... But if interested, sign up. No need to overwhelm the poor girl.
6: Thank you, Judge. That would be very handy. And although I'm happy to attend to all fields, anyone who wishes to begin the process on their own may accompany me tomorrow, and I will teach you how to remove the infected areas. I know how valuable growing time is, and I'm not trying to hoard my knowledge. (laughs) Unfortunately, though, the spray I use is far more complex than what I can teach. I took years of mastering it myself.
1: Any further questions or comments? Lovely. (claps) Dismissed.
3: I didn't know a shy girl like you could get so impassioned.
6: I just want everyone to-
1: Pina, well done.
3: I'll meet you back
6: at the inn. Oh. Okay.
1: You were fantastic. I didn't know you knew so much about farming.
6: I've spent my life studying plants.
1: I would never have guessed by looking at you. I I mean, it's just that you're very pretty. And while I appreciate taking walks with an attractive young woman- I also quite enjoy when she has something to say.
6: Does nothing. Just information passed down from generation to generation.
1: Have dinner with me.
6: It's quite late. Judge.
1: Andrew. Not tonight. Perhaps tomorrow.
6: Oh, I see. I suppose dinner would be lovely.
1: Until tomorrow, my dear.
6: doing in here? I just came in to sweep. I didn't say you could enter my room and look
3: through my things. I didn't say you could practice witchcraft
6: in my inn. This craft, my knitting, is what is saving this tone.
3: This knitting could get us killed. It's the devil's working. You don't really believe
6: that, do
3: you? We may be friendly, but we are God-fearing folk. If they find out what you're doing, they will take us both in the night and hang
6: us. I'm more afraid of what happens when it's left untreated. I've seen people go mad. It's a bloodbath. Helpful or not, this knitting can't be
3: done here. I can't be associated with this. You have to leave. Now.
6: No one will find out. No one ever does. I am discreet, and much what I do is routine, except to forms the treatment. I found out. Daisy, I know you're scared. I understand why. But if I don't help, if I don't use my knitting, people will start having fits and divisions, and that leads to people burning on the stake anyway. Whether I'm here or not, they could burn you alive. I've seen it happen a dozen times. I'm here to help. I'm here to save you all from preventable delusion and illness and death. If you kick me out, you plague this town. You can leave the inn without leaving town. This town has nowhere else for me to go. If you kick me out, I must leave for good. Stay with Judge
3: Peters for all I care. Don't be disgusting. He plans to make you his. Yes, well, that's not part of my plan now, is it? I don't know. Is it? No. (laughs) God, no. I don't have anything against what you're doing here. Or your knitting. Truth be told, I use the inn as an excuse to avoid church. It's a bit much for me, but what choice do I have but to play along? And, perhaps against my better judgment, I do trust you. You clearly know what you're doing, or at least more than anyone else here. I'll keep your secret, and you keep mine, okay? Your secret? Lock the door from the inside when you're here. Lock it from the outside when you leave. (laughs) I will. There, like that. And know how to lock a door. You're so beautiful in the moonlight. You're practically glowing. That's what happens when you charge your water by a full moon. I don't know what that means. So I'm just going to kiss you now. All All right. right.
7: There's that strange glow again.
2: There's no glow, my love.
7: I'm telling you, there's a strange glow. And there's a strange figure in there. (gasps) It's the devil himself. That's not the
2: devil. That's two people.
6: Tales from the Ether, The Witch of Rockwood Cove Episode 1 Rye Erget Written by Jackie Jorgensen Starring Jackie Jorgensen as Kina Taylor Cohen as Daisy Chris Harris Beachy as Judge Peters Brandon Jenkins as Minister Hughes Margaret Ashley as Agatha Hughes Kirsty Wolven as Grace Chris Gregory as Farmer, Jason Tenletty as Guest, Kayla Stager as Woman, Nina Nikolic as Mrs. Gray, Sam Ships as Farmer 2, Markham Luttrell as Farmer 3. Music composed by Chris Gregory. Sound design by Jackie Jorgensen. Edited by Jackie Jorgensen. A Shared Manifest Entertainment Production.
3: Do you practice
6: magic with your family, then? I come from a coven of witches. For a time we lived peacefully together in the woods with other families who practiced. I'd love to meet them someday. They're all gone. The blight hit the area hard, and people lost their minds. I guess they needed someone to blame, and although we were very secretive, the time did know about our magic. My mother sent my sisters and I away in the middle of the night. We ran in different directions as fast as we could. I came back a few days later, but... I'm so sorry. I guess I don't know what else to do, but try and stop it from happening elsewhere.
2: Agatha, everything. Let go of the cake, dear.
6: Is everything okay, Minister?
2: Yes, Kina. Agatha and I have made the decision to clear out our pantry. I've had quite enough of these disturbing visions.
6: Sorry to hear that. Once cared, it'll pass.
2: We're praying for your work to prove successful. I'm also determined to bless the entirety of this cursed town throughout the night. Devil be gone!
6: I would offer to help you, but I must be on my way. Judge Peters has been kind enough to invite me to dinner tonight, and I wouldn't want to arrive late.
2: I understand. As the French say, bon appetit.
6: Well, messy. Mm. This chicken is delicious. Thank you for making it.
1: You're welcome, Keena. I assume it's been a while since you've had a home cooked meal.
6: Well, actually, a lot the of times. The potatoes aren't to... too soft. No, the softer, the better. I suppose.
1: Good. My late wife was a fantastic cook. No matter how hard I try, my dishes cannot compare.
6: She sounds like a lovely woman.
1: She was. I miss her dearly. But you don't want to hear about her, I'm sure.
6: No, I don't mind.
1: Well, I'm happy you like it. It's not often I cook or have guests over.
6: I'm glad you did. I I actually wanted to talk to you about something. Oh? As I'm working, I've noticed that the amount of produce grown is disproportionate to the population here. I assume there's often food waste if the bounty is plentiful.
1: Yes, uh, I would say that Most years, there is some food that goes to waste. Like you say, we just don't have a big enough population to consume it all, so we put what we can into storage. It is what it is.
6: I suppose I'm asking your permission to present an idea the next time Hall to distribute the food so that none goes to
1: waste. (laughs) What would this proposition be, my dear?
6: There are communities in the area that aren't so blessed. I would suggest a public event where this disposable food is free for anyone to come by and pick up, or or perhaps for a low cost if necessary. This not only serves our fellow man, but it creates bonds and associations with those around us. Then if Rockwood Cove is ever in need, this community can reach out for others for support?
1: I... Admire your spirit, but I cannot let you pitch this idea. Thank you for sharing it with me in private first. Now, how about dessert?
6: I'm sorry, but you've given me no explanation as to why.
1: We can't just let anybody into this community. Taking our food for free and overstepping boundaries, it's... Ridiculous.
6: It's building trust. It's donating food that will not be eaten otherwise. Your
1: kind heart is admirable. But I'm afraid people take advantage of opportunities like this and use it against you. While they come to take our food, they might as well have a look around my valuables.
6: Simply lock your door.
1: That's not how we do it around here. I know that to you it sounds like a good idea. But we work hard for our food. We've earned the right to do with it what we please. I know this is outside of your comprehension, and that you think you know all there is to know about your little plants. But this is about protecting our community, and history will show you that Commingling is a risky business.
6: I respectfully disagree.
1: Enough! Enough of this talk, Kina. I suppose- I've had enough! Now, let's have dessert.
6: Now let's have dessert?
3: (laughs) That's awful! Yes. I have no doubt he considers that romantic tension. By now, a proposal is imminent, so you better get out of Rookwood before your Missus Keener Peters.
6: Only if you come
3: with me, and be a witch Shh. on the run. Oh, right, right. A
6: knitter on the run. Exactly. Knitting together in a little cottage deep in the woods. You mean
3: I would knit
6: too? If you want to, of course. Teach me something, right now. Oh, uh, okay. Let's see, uh... That brew. Grab a handful of partridge berries for my satchel and toss them in. Perfect. What is it? It's what I spray the crops with. But what's in it? A little bit of this and a little bit of that. You're not going to tell me, are you? Can't give away all my secrets.
3: Then how do I actually learn? Is there a spell book I need to read?
6: There's a book, but it's essentially for taking notes. It's individual to each practitioner. It's not an equation. More of an art. That must be my familiar. You don't mind, do you? She likes to sleep inside. No, that's fine. You can practically see the whole town from here.
3: That's the beauty and the downfall of Rockwood. I think I'd like to come
6: with you tomorrow. I don't actually do that stuff with people around, you know.
3: Yes, I know. I still want to see how it's done. It'd be nice to get out of my inn for a day. That's why I love you. Oh, do you? Oh, I, I'm sorry,
6: I, I, I shouldn't have said that. I, I, I didn't mean to say that.
3: No, it's okay. I mean, you said it very soon, but it's... Very endearing. So embarrassed. Don't be. Having a pet raven is far more embarrassing. Crow. Exactly. And it's not a pet. Right, right. Not a pet. It just follows you around and sleeps in your room and sometimes I hear you talking
6: to her at night. It's not embarrassing. One day you'll have one too.
3: You're right. It's not embarrassing. It's humiliating. (laughs) (laughs) Stop
6: it! Good, you're catching on. Now take what you've got in your basket, dig a hole, and bury it. Hello,
1: everyone. What a merry lot.
6: There's finally some hope for curing this disease.
1: Yes, a job well done indeed.
6: A job done, exactly. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. Don't hesitate to ask. I must check on that. Good night, everyone.
4: Whew, I thought the inn was tough. But when the sun beats
3: down on you, it makes for a very long day.
1: I spent my day aligning a troublesome youth with sweet justice. Hard labor always does the trick for petty crimes. Thankfully, it also gives some of these farmers an extra hand. That's... Minister Hughes spent all day on that cake. Valuable resources wasted. The youth of today have no concept of morals, let alone pride, to steal someone's cake. I just cannot fathom why it's worth
3: it. Which reminds me, Kina, dinner will be a bit late tonight, because, well, I was here with you. Oh, that's perfectly fine. I'll help you prepare it. No, no. You wash up and relax. Consider it payment for the lesson. Or you could give me payment for the lesson. <laughs>
6: I could, but...
1: I just turned invisible.
6: Pardon, Judge?
1: I hope this isn't some sort of retribution for me vetoing your idea.
6: (laughs) I truly have no idea what you're talking about.
1: I was the one who first paid you notice. You seem not to remember that now that you're the most social person in town.
6: Of course I remember, Judge. T'was last week.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what I'm saying. I refuse to allow you to pitch your frankly dangerous idea at the town hall. And I'm not stupid. And I will not be manipulated. I trust things will be back to normal tomorrow. Excuse me, ladies.
3: He sounds like he's eating the bread. It's not funny. Then why are you smiling?
2: Keena, there you are.
3: Minister Hughes.
2: Word has it your test was quite the success. Everyone's in agreement. So tomorrow, we celebrate. After you're done at the farm, clean up and put on your loosest dress. We're having a feast. Oh,
6: wow.
3: Perfect time to clean out our pantries. Once we start to sow the crops again, we'll need the space.
2: That's exactly my thinking. And now we have reason to do so. Mrs. Grey, have you heard? There's to be a
6: feast... Have you ever been to a feast before? Of course I have. You light a fire in the woods, get naked, and stuff your face with the meat of your enemies. Oh, you're joking. Yes. I may not be from around here, but I'm not a hermit.
7: It's probably a blessing. You always add too much seasoning to your cakes.
2: Yes, well, perhaps the next time, if we want cake, we'll bake it together.
7: That's a good idea. I can stop you from leaving it on the sill to cool.
2: I did my best, Agatha.
7: I'm merely prodding at you. I know you did your best. I appreciate it. I do.
2: Well, I don't know if it's even worth bothering. I'm still seeing the green light from that window.
7: Me too. Lord, give me strength. It's not the food. It can't
2: be the devil. I've blushed every corner and crevice of Rockwood Cove.
7: There's no other explanation. Something strange is happening at the inn.
2: Take my hand, Agatha. Let's pray.
6: This shall last y'all season, but be sure to stay vigilant. If we miss anything, it can, and will spread once more. Well, I appreciate
4: this, Keena. You saved me and my children. That's nothing.
6: I'm happy to help. If you ever need an extra hand, just ask.
4: I will. Now, I know it's not much, but the kids and I made you something. Oh, that is so sweet. Is that me? It's supposed to be, yes. A little dolly of potpourri. But all we had was scraps of cloth and some dye. No, it's perfect.
6: Thank you, Grace. I love it. Tell the kids I'll miss seeing them every day.
1: There you are. Hello, Grace.
6: Good evening, Judge.
4: (laughs) I best be off. The children laughing always leads to the children crying. Well, thank you again. I'll treasure it. See you
1: tonight. Speaking of which, I'll save a seat beside me for you. How does that sound? Okay. Do you have a dress picked out?
6: Daisy said she'd lend me one. I'm afraid mine are all dirtied.
1: As I suspected. Well, I wanted to give you something special for the occasion. But of course, something practical. I think this ivory ribbon will suit you beautifully.
6: That's very lovely. Thank you, Judge. Andrew. Right, Judge Andrew.
1: (laughs) Okay, I get it this time.
6: Okay, one second. This is so tedious. Frankly, it's more work than fun. Hush.
3: This is the first night I haven't worked in a long time. If you ruin this for me, I will ruin you. I promise I won't ruin it for you. If you don't ruin my favorite part. (laughs) Okay, and what's that?
6: Void and Judge Peters at all costs. Good luck. He always gets what he wants. And what about what I want? He seems to have no interest in
3: that. Well, no. That has no benefit for him, so he sees it as more of a hindrance than anything. <laughs> Lovely.
6: There you Kena, are, my dear.
2: there you are.
6: You made it! Good evening.
2: I came up with some questions for you. Of course. It was agreed...
3: I will happily be your company tonight, Judge.
1: No woman should proposition a man. Where's your propriety?
3: You're right. I have no idea what I was thinking.
2: Welcome, everyone! Tonight, we give thanks for the glory of God. For it is because of him that we have food on our plates this night. And it is because of him that Kina has come to reveal the devil himself hiding in the shadows. Let us pray. Lord, bless this food and grant that we may thankful for thy mercies be. Teach us to know by whom we are fed. Bless us with Christ, the living bread. Lord, make us thankful for our food. Bless us with faith in Jesus' blood. With bread of life, our soul supply, that we may live with Christ on high. Amen. 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 Gina, if you please.
6: Obviously, I do not wish to see all go hungry, so I will keep it short. Tis by God's grace I happened upon your rye that fateful day, and while I dislike to see all suffer... I am grateful to have been brought here to serve. There's a Latin phrase my childhood minister taught me. Bono malam superate. Concilio et labore. Overcome evil with good by wisdom and effort. That is my guiding in principle, as I know it is yours. Thank you all for welcoming me and and having me at your generous feast here tonight a- amen.
1: amen 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 minister i don't recognize that man keener is sitting with is he one of your
2: parishioners i've never seen that man in my life
7: that's because he's a poorly farmer from cape ann he and i came over together on the ship
1: <laughs> how interesting
7: yes very nice fellow. In fact, if you excuse me, I should say hello.
2: Quite. I'm glad someone in need could join us tonight. Hmm. Come to think of it, I do wish we had invited more outside of our community. We've been blessed to have enough food to last us until the next harvest, and not everyone can say the same. It's a shame we didn't think of it sooner. <laughs>
7: hmm.
3: I don't understand. You're on your feet all day. In
6: sensible shoes,
3: yes. These are very sensible. They're just not ten years old like yours are.
1: Keena, there you are. Please, let me walk you back. There's something I would like to discuss in private.
6: I'm so sorry, Judge. My feet are blistering in Daisy's shoes, and I just... I cannot bear company at the moment.
1: (laughs) You must. You gave me your word to sit beside me tonight, and you did not... Did your word hold no weight?
6: I spent the meal teaching, and it took longer than anticipated. Unfortunately, this must wait until That's morning. That's not My feet, good enough. It will have to do. As I said, I must rest.
1: Did you not hear me? That's not good enough! Let go of me! You don't tell me what I can and cannot do.
3: Get your hands off her, now.
1: Fine. Go. And you'll regret this. You'll regret how you've neglected me thus.
6: That was not my intention, Judge. My feet hurt, that's
1: all. You can't even say my name. I see what you are now. a Sartrebus!
6: That's
3: quite enough. We're leaving, and you better not follow us. Or
1: what? That's right.
6: Take the night off. I can't. I need more of the potion to spray the fields tomorrow. Plus, this calms me. I can't just go straight to bed after getting yelled at like that. (sighs) That fool has got me all worked up. (laughs) Okay,
3: well, let me help. You're incredible. You're incredible.
1: What is that green light? What are you up to in there, Kina? Kina.
7: Good evening, Judge. Mrs.
1: Hughes, Minister.
7: You know,
2: we see that strange green light almost daily of late, but we've cleaned out our pantry. We stopped drinking the ale, and there's simply no explanation for it other than... We only
7: started seeing it once that young lady came to town.
1: You never mentioned this to me.
2: I've been hard at work, trying to protect us from the devil himself.
7: Yet the devil is right here. We just need to show her the way. That whatever she's doing up there, with Daisy, it's a sin. But that doesn't mean it's not too late to be saved.
1: With Daisy? No. That is greater than sin.
2: (laughs) What can be greater than sin? (laughs)
6: Witchcraft! Tales from the Aether, The Witch of Rockwood Cove. Episode 2, A Grand Feast. Written by Jackie Jorgensen Starring Jackie Jorgensen as Kina, Taylor Cohen as Daisy Chris Harris-Beachy as Judge Peters Brandon Jenkins as Minister Hughes Margaret Ashley as Agatha Hughes Kirsty Wolven as Grace Chris Gregory as Farmer Jason Tenletti as Guest Music composed by Chris Gregory. Sound design by Jackie Jorgensen. Edited by Jackie Jorgensen. A Shared Manifest Entertainment Production.
5: And that's this week's show. Please check out the show notes for Jackie Jorgensen's Tales from the Ether from our website at sonicsociety.org. Be sure to send us an email or a tweet or a message on the Book of Faces to let us know how you're doing during this time of social distancing. From Jack and myself and all of us here at the Sonic Society, please be safe until we see you here next week. I'm David Alt, And I'm Jack Ward. Be well, everyone.